I think it can be a you know a very dangerous situation that they can uh, really misguide a, a lot of individuals into into situations where they put all life-saving therapy. For two years, Bill Gibson has made a mockery of the court. Good evening, cancer con woman, Bill Gibson. It's a truly inspiring story, except it's all a lie, a great big lie. She doesn't have cancer, never did. Every scandal begins with a lie, but the truth eventually comes out. Hey scammers, it's Celeste. And I'm Sarah. And this is What the Health, a podcast. This week, my scam is on Belle Gibson. Have you heard of her? What? No? Belle Gibson? Who is she? She actually has several names. Her... Name is Annabelle Natalie Bell Gibson. She was born on October 8th, 1981 in Launceston, Tasmania, Australia. Definitely a mouthful. <laughs> Early on in her life, she went through major changes. Bell left her family home in Brisbane, Australia when she was only 12 years old to live with a classmate, which I thought was kind of odd. She later lived with a family friend and then Belle continued her education at Wynnum State High School in Queensland, Australia, only to drop out in year 10. So for us Americans and the States, it's very similar to sophomore year. Early on, she's already experienced a lot of unsteadiness and instability in her life. She allegedly said that after she dropped out, she was homeschooled after this. Belle is now working some odd jobs after she's, you know, homeschooled and no longer in high school, so she's working for a catering company and kind of moving around Australia. She's also really involved in skateboard culture. What? Skateboard? (laughs) Yeah, so skateboarding, kind of really out there, I don't know. Mind you, this is around 2008, so almost 10 years ago, a little more than that. So she's really into, you know, shredding the pipes and, (laughs) you know, the online community that skateboarding has. In 2009, she moved to Melbourne, I believe it's pronounced, and a year later, she becomes a mother. At this time, she's only 18 and led a pretty unstable life. Fast forward four years later, Belle Gibson launched a website called The Whole Pantry. Now stay with me because this is where things start to get juicy. At the time, you know, she's 21, has a young child, and is now running a wellness blog. This blog is called The Whole Pantry, as I mentioned. I visited the archive website and it pretty much just displayed different lifestyle guides and inspirations, specifically benefits of exercise, healthy eating, and a positive mindset. Well, her blog gains a following, a pretty good following at that. In 2014, she launches an app called The Whole Pantry as well. This application allows people with smartphones to purchase and download, you know, on their Apple phones, on their Samsungs, whatever they have. It was estimated that in the first month of the launch, it was downloaded over 200,000 times. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. Yeah, pretty crazy, very successful really early on. So at this point, you know, she's kind of made it. Belle's working with Apple, literally like iPhone Apple. How cool. To kind of help further develop new and better updates for her app. In September of 2014, Apple and Belle are working to transition the app as a pre-installed default app on the Apple Watch. So if you have an Apple Watch, you know how there's different apps that'll help you, you know, 
track your exercises, time things, that's what was gonna be on the Apple Watch. So Bell was making major money moves. On October of that same year, a book in accordance with The Whole Pantry is published in a deal with Lantern Books and Penguin Books. So from all these business endeavors, it's estimated that one million has been made in sales alone from the app and book. Wow. Yeah, Belle is also starting to promote some kind of controversial topics on her blog and social media. They're now deleted, but on the Whole Pantry Instagram, she was talking about Gerson therapy, anti-vaccination, and drinking unpasteurized raw milk. Ew. Yeah, so some pretty wild things. And just to kind of touch on how extreme these kind of topics are, I looked into it and Gerson therapy is a type of treatment for migraines and oddly enough tuberculosis. It's based on the idea that these diseases are caused by accumulation from toxins. So people who undergo this kind of therapy have to consume a strict vegetarian diet along with organic juices and supplements. Bell is a success story at this point, coming from an unstable past, young mother, self-made, the whole nine yards. Well, on her blog, she writes of a battle with cancer. Now, when I initially heard of her, the media really emphasized on her saying that she had terminal brain cancer. But Belle actually claimed to have gone through a lot more. Belle Gibson claimed to suffer from malignant brain, blood, spleen, uterine, liver, and kidney cancers. That's seven different types of cancers. Oh my goodness. She said she suffered from these due to the Gardasil cervical cancer vaccine. This vaccine was kind of controversial when it was first launched because parents weren't really sure if they wanted to, you know, give it to their daughters because of the lack of research behind it. Which is kind of understandable, you know? Oh, I definitely agree. So remember her book? When she launched it, she also mentions her journey with cancer in there. She claimed she was, quote, stable for two years now with no growth of cancer, end quote, therefore alluding to former experiences with it. Here's where she gets caught. In the midst of all her success in business endeavors, in the midst of her making millions, she slips up. Her lies catch up with her. Her stories on her blog, as well as her statement in her book, do not line up. Additionally, she does interviews with media outlets where she told them her cancer only reached her liver and kidneys. Only to post three months later on the Whole Pantry Facebook page of the cancer spreading to her brain, blood, spleen, and uterus. What the heck? She also claims to have suffered from a stroke, undergone heart surgery, and even momentarily dying on the operating table. What? I'm sorry, but who says that? That is just crazy. Now she's just making these incredible claims left and right. And the reason why so many people begin to catch on to her was because she could not deliver medical claims or the names of the doctors who treated her. What? Yeah, Belle did not even have any physical scars of any of these terrible, terrible illnesses or treatments she claimed to have suffered from. All these claims are coming out while she's currently trying to expand her brand. She partnered with her business partner, Clive Rothwell. Everything was registered in her business partner's 
name. This kind of protects her blog, app, and overall brand from these terrible claims being made against her. But Bell was quoted from her social media accounts how she encouraged countless times how she had helped others to forego conventional treatments for cancer and to treat themselves naturally. She wanted to, quote, lead them down natural therapy from fertility, depression, bone damage, and other types of cancer. Now remember, she's saying this even though she's not really educated. She dropped out of high school, did not go to college, doesn't have a medical degree, and does not have the proper credentials to make any claims anything close to these. Now, these lies about her health are coming out, and even more about her charitable actions are. There were allegations that charitable contributions raised from 2013 to 2014, her really successful years, were not ever given to the intended causes. While Bell denied the causes, media stations looked into these claims and revealed that she did fail to hand over the proceeds raised for five charities. She even bragged and lied about the amount raised to other companies. The Australian newspaper got word from two companies she was supposed to donate to that she failed to deliver to them and had not accounted for the funds correctly. She claimed throughout 2014 that Whole Pantry donated approximately $300,000 to foundations ranging from maternal care in developing countries, medical support for children with cancer, and developing schools in Africa. These are definitely noteworthy causes that need the money. So with all this coming out, companies she's working for start backing out. In 2015, Apple decided to remove the Whole Pantry app from iTunes, but it claimed that it was because of the functionality of the app. Apple pretty much wipes their hands from this entire controversial case and removes Whole Pantry from all things Apple. Additionally, Lantern Books conducts an investigation and states their publishers didn't even validate Bell's claims on her cancer. Granted, she did develop a cookbook, but still. What the heck? Yeah, now Bell is definitely going to be held accountable for this massive scam she conducted. As she should be. The Consumer Affairs Victoria sued her for breaking Australian consumer law. Bell went from cloud nine to going through a trial that is being splashed all throughout the media. And everyone involved with her gets sued as well. Penguin, the publisher, agreed to pay a fine of 30,000 pounds, because you know, we're in Australia, as a penalty for releasing the fact that the book was not fact-checked. In March of 2017, federal court justice Deborah Mortimer delivered the verdict. She said that most, but not all claims were proven. She also states that her claims were misleading, deceptive, and that Bell had no reasonable basis to believe that she had cancer to make any of these claims to the public, meaning that she was not mentally ill or unstable or anything of the sort. Bell does not even appear in court for this hearing. So in September of 2017, Bell was fined 410,000 pounds for her false claims about her charitable donations. Those charitable donations, remember how she claimed to have donated about 300,000 pounds? Well, 
Mediaports revealed that she only donated 7,000 pounds. What? A stark contrast to what she said she did. And as of April 2019, so this last April, she has yet to pay that hefty fine. The Australian authorities are currently seeking power to charge her with contempt of court. A new trial was set for May 14th, and she would be faced with time in jail if she avoided her court date. I spoke with Dr. Gutierrez regarding the ridiculous health claims Bell Gibson made and how medically impossible they are. Here's what he had to say. So I really just have a few questions. Could you please walk me through the fundamentals? You know, how do the carbohydrates, proteins, sugars, and fats that are in food affect our body and mind once we eat them? Sure, absolutely. Um, essentially, these um, everything we eat is basically considered a precursor. Um, so the body takes it in, and then uh, it gets broken down, digested uh, into fundamental components. Those basically get uh, get a run through the liver, and then based on what condition the body's in, what it means, the liver is essentially your, you know, one of two master chemists in the body. It will basically manufacture uh, what the body needs based on what you give it to work with. Based on what the body's needing, uh, it'll take these precursors and, and arrange them in such a way that uh, you can have that tissue manufactured and, and used to rebuild and repair the body as needed. I know you said based on the condition of the body. So based on the condition, meaning, you know, if it's someone who does triathlons or someone who probably sits down at a nine to five job, but what requirements of a diet do you think constitutes a healthy diet? Everyone's in different situations, different uh, stages of life. So a healthy diet, the very essence of it is gonna be a, a generalized you know, varied diet. We're gonna have to basically get multiple different types of foods so that the body can do what it needs to do. Um, but we wanna, we wanna basically limit the carbohydrate intake, which is the sugars, and we wanna try and limit the fat intake because those are easily overdone. And excess of those in particular tend to cause a lot of disease processes, a lot of inflammation in the body. I know you said that in excess of you know, the carbohydrates and the sugars, those can lead to certain illnesses um, because, you know, our diet can possibly create certain illnesses in our body. Do you think the inverse could occur? I mean, based on your expertise, is it possible to cure certain illnesses through a healthy diet? And if so, which illnesses? Uh, there's conditions such as uh, obesity, pre-diabetes. Um, those are, are predominantly due to excess, excess calories and predominantly excess carbohydrates. Uh, being overweight can basically cause, you know, arthritis, heart disease, cardiovascular disease, um, diabetes, high, high blood pressure. So cutting back and eating healthier with lower portions of carbohydrates, lower fats, can basically help reduce weight and bring that risk for all those disease processes back down to to uh, your normal risk factors um, of just aging. Do you think that based on you know your professional experience, is it possible to cure maybe something that's not something that we bring on ourselves based on our diet and lack of exercise, um, but something that is you know cancerous or malignant, you know through a healthy diet or uh, fitness regimen alone? So. Cancer is one of those is one of those uh, tricky ones, you know. So 
Uh, there are a lot of disease processes that can be corrected. For example, if you had a vitamin B12 deficiency and you develop a neuropathy, you replace that B12 and that neuropathy can, can be significantly improved or even cured. But uh, cancer is, is uh, a lot of people think of it as, as something foreign to the body when it's actually your own body tissue that's growing uncontrolled. And on a daily basis, we have specific cell lines in our blood uh, natural killer cells, uh, T cells that are designed to basically patrol your body, look for cancer, and destroy it. I think in in the, in the terms of cancer, I think nutrition plays a vital role, but to think that nutrition alone is going to be sufficient is uh, that's, that's pretty difficult. And I think it's a, it's a vital role that they play. Uh, good nutrition is always very important, but I think alone um, it would be um, it would be asking a lot to, to expect a good outcome uh, just based on, on improving your diet alone. Lastly, so what we're covering are, um, you know, kind of people on social media who proclaim themselves as health gurus or, you know, professionals in a field when they have no education or scientific degree or credit um, to back this up. What do you think of those individuals who are, you know, professing all this information to be true when it may in fact not be and they don't have, you know, a degree to back it up. I think it's, uh, it can be a, you know, a very dangerous situation that they're, they can, they can uh, really misguide a, a lot of individuals into, into situations where they put off life-saving therapies um, and they build up their hopes and, and put their, their hopes in something that, um, you know, is unfounded. You know, as physicians, we take an oath to first do no harm to our patients. Someone basically shies away from putting the effort into earning, uh, you know, a certification or a degree, um, and they're they're basically making some blind, um, broad-based statements. And that's the scam of Bell Gibson. Until next time, scammers. Information for this podcast was derived from the following news sources. The Guardian newspaper, The Australian newspaper, Nine News Australia, and 60 Minutes Australia. This has been an AGCJ 366 production. Thanks and gigum.